you mentioned the founding fathers. What were they like? I'm asking both of you. <laughs> you know, everybody made fun of George Washington's hair, you know, because it was it was it was white as a sheet. It was like Oh, and those wooden teeth were Oh yeah, no, it was crazy. It was it was something. But uh I used to borrow Lincoln's hat, the soap pipe hat I borrowed for Halloween. You know, those are fun days. They really were. This is the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. Dad, I think you owe it to the audience to address why you've missed the last couple of Levitard shows. Um, how are you doing? How's your health? People are concerned. I've been getting DMs, genuine concern from people. Um, so just, yeah, I think that's where we should start. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing uh, I'm doing pretty well. I always gauge it by my voice. Uh, on the episode last week, it was such a struggle. I could barely get through it. Uh, my voice is not perfect today, but it's better. You know, it, it, it's no secret. I have um, what I would call minor health issues. Believe me, I'm not complaining with all the people in the world who have it worse than I do. Uh, I, I just have you know, breathing issues and um, and coughing issues that lead to uh, a real effect on my voice. But um, breathing got, issues, we can agree, is important. It is important. But again, I put everything in perspective. I'm very grateful for my overall health and um, particularly after, you know, what others go through. So so two episodes in a row, you've missed on the Levitard show. Your voice has been a little bad. But it didn't stop you from appearing on the Tony Kornheiser podcast this past week. I have to admit, it gave the entire Lebetard show crew a good laugh Okay, when I was able to show them a link of you promoting your appearance on the Tony yeah. Kornheiser show after me, after missing two straight weeks. So I just, yeah. it was a little chef's kiss, a little classic Greg Cody. Um, I just need that delay. Like, how, how was okay. your voice on that appearance, by the way? It was great. It was fantastic. Uh, I love being on with Tony because... Um, he actually lets me speak. You know, he actually oh, asks wow. me sports questions and, and lets me uh, talk a lot. No, seriously, um, probably shouldn't have tweeted that out. But uh, Christopher, you know as much as anybody other than your mother. That you love the sound of your voice and that, that even my if health you're sick. Goes, my health uh, pivots uh, on a dime, on an hour. I mean. Your health comes second when it comes to you appearing on a podcast. What happened was uh, I woke up uh, Tuesday morning just not feeling very well. And my voice was shit. And I, I just was not prepared to go on a national podcast like Levitard. And, um, but Thursday, <laughs> the, well, the next day, uh, my voice was much better. And, and that's the way it is with my voice. You know, right now it feels pretty good in, in an hour. It could be terrible again, you know? So, um, uh, but I do love me some corn, uh, Tony Kornheiser and I'm reeling him in slowly it's like a big fish on my You're line never, he's never going to be on this podcast we have a bet don't we have a bet <laughs> we do have a bet and i am reeling him in he is you have to the end of the year the boat the end of the year is like is the cutoff I we gave. I'm, I'm working behind the scenes this was an off-air bet what were what uh what were the, the i actually don't even think we came up with stakes we, we should come up with some sort of steak <laughs> do you can you come up with a single steak uh steaks yeah but I don't know. It was basically just can I say he can't? He he says he can. Can he get him on by the end of the year? We should come up with what the actual bet is. Yeah, we'll come up with a, a proper bet. But for now, I am reeling him into the boat. But this uh, is an exciting show we have today. We're gonna get to, we're gonna get to the NBA and the Heat later on. We'll be at the arena, uh, giving full breakdown of Game Seven. Yep. Uh, but first, riding the high of last week. So last week we did Greg doesn't know movies, and people love it. 
people love Cody's being idiots. So <laughs> I do it enough on the Levitard show. My dad does it during Greg Does No Movies. And today we will continue that with Uncle Dick Cody. We are going to test his pop culture knowledge. We're calling it Uncle Dick Doesn't Know Pop Culture. We're very simple around here with the name, the way we name, name stuff. So, Dad, do you want to bring him in? Should we set up for the audience how we're going to do this? Now, me and my dad have both constructed questions. Yes. Uh, neither of us have seen each other's questions. So the way I like to play this is I'll ask Uncle Dick my questions. When he doesn't know the answer, we'll see if my dad knows the answer. Because I actually think my dad's going to know most of mine. And then oh, yeah. my dad will a- and then my da- we'll, we'll alternate. My dad will ask his questions. And then I'll make fun of how terrible pop culturally they are. I just okay. Let me uh, let me break away and go get my big brother, uh, Uncle Dick Cody. I've been knowing him my whole life. He's like a brother to me. And let me bring him in. Hang on. I just want to say on the record, though, there's no way Greg Cody's pop culture questions are good. I just need that stated ahead of time. <laughs> I this game is going to turn into me getting mad at my dad for how terrible his pop culture questions are. Do you have any pop culture questions, Yeti, that you want to ask Uncle Dick? I know we sprung this on you late. You're on vacation right now. Like, I want you to paint the picture where you are because I see like you're not in your normal studio. You seem to be on a front porch of some sort. I'm out on a side porch of a of a beautiful VRBO home, or I guess they call it Verbo, in beautiful Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. So we are going on, to Dollywood. A nice, uh, oh, okay, nice little uh, Memorial Day trip. And close the yeah. door uh, behind you. Ah, uh, classic. There, let's. This is the Cody's right here. We should just like let's just be quiet and let them. Let's listen to them. Let's just listen to this. All right. So try to squeeze in so that you can be seen. My dad's gonna need to unplug his headphones, oh, no. isn't he? Move back. I love how my dad plugs both headphones back into his ears, not worrying about the idea that Uncle Dick can't hear anything. Okay. <laughs> here, will that reach? Uh... Here, Dad, put it in your yeah. other ear. Put it in your other ear so he has. I there's more it. slack. Dad, put it in the other ear. There you go. And Uncle Dick, can you hear me? Uh, I can barely hear you. Okay, I think we need to unplug your headphones, Dad. I think that's the way you need to unplug your headphones so you guys can just hear me through the computer. This is, I love, we're keeping all this in. All right. Keep the microphone plugged in. Just unplug the headphones. Yes, we can hear you. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. I'm going to call you. Yo. I love this. I just want you to know that I love this. Uh, you asked me to unplug my speaker. I know. I need you now to go to the bottom of your Zoom. You see, like, the bottom settings where, like, that little microphone is? Yeah. Click the up arrow. Right. And when it says select speaker, what is it? what's yeah. clicked? I want you to click, like, it should say, like, speakers. Okay, now I can hear you. Okay. Let's hang up. All right, so now you can hear me. Yeah, you can hear them, right? Put this back in. You yeah, you can take out the headphones yeah. now. Take, take out the headphones. Out. Can you guys hear me? Can Uncle I, Dick hear me? I, I can barely hear you. I need a technician here. <laughs> All right. You're here with the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> hey, that kind of thing. Uh, All right. Now do you both hear me fine enough? Yeah, I can hear you. Dad, make a little room for Uncle Dick. Welcome him into the Zoom camera. Yeah, like, geez, I, you're I can like, hear you, but not well, Chris. Well, right. Dick's, Dick's hard of hearing. Yeah. Uncle Dick has a $5,000 pair of hearing aids and never wears them. Yeah. They're at I home. Be- I believe Uncle Dick said on the golf course. I'm going to talk loud like I'm talking to old people here. I believe <laughs> I believe Uncle Dick said on the golf course yesterday that instead of wearing his hearing aids, he cups his hands behind his ears yeah. to help himself hear his TV better. <laughs> That's and correct. It, and it actually works. 
Yeah. Like, why the hell don't I just put my hearing aids in? Yeah. Correct. You're sitting there for like an hour. Your arms start to get tired because you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it's actually an arm workout. I was watching a Downton Abbey marathon like that. That's hilarious. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Uncle Dick, are you ready for your pop culture knowledge to be tested? I can, but I'm still having a little trouble. Your voice is still low. I love this. That's uh, th- this needs to be this way. Dad, maybe you switch seats with him since your hearing is a little better. Okay. All right. Let's switch seats. Okay. It ain't the seats; it's the hearing. <laughs> yeah. And Dad, the volume. Uh, Yeti, yeah, this is gold, by the way. If you haven't been hearing this, like, this, is, this is exactly. <laughs> right, what you I can hear you fine. Hello. I'll check. This is uh, Uncle Dick. Don't know Dick, right? Yeah, Uncle Dick doesn't know Dick. That would actually be a good one. All right, Uncle Dick, can you hear me? Yeah, barely. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> So what we're going to do here, we're going to test your knowledge of pop culture. Oh boy. Uh, me, and, me and my dad both have questions prepared. Hopefully you can't see my dad's questions because he's sitting right next to I was you. looking over his shoulder at the questions. No, just kidding. Yeah. All right. Let's dive right into it, dad. I'm going to go first and then you'll go. Okay. All right. My first pop culture question for Uncle Dick is, Uncle Dick, who are Logan and Jake Paul? Logan and Jake <laughs> Paul. Yeah. I don't know. I can take a guess. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Country singers. All right. No, no, they are not country (laughs) singers. They are YouTubers, uh, uh, boxing sensations. They are just the modern day star that you would have no clue about. So that's a perfect answer. Okay. First question. question. I knew that, by the way, in case anyone was wondering. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I forgot. I want to go to my dad on some of these. My dad would have known that. On my heart, I knew that. Now, can I ask one? Yeah. What's your first pop culture question? Don't don't cheat. Don't look. I'm looking at a corner of my eye. Okay, who starred in the short-lived 1960s sitcom "My Mother the Car"? Oh my God, this is not. Jerry uh, <laughs> Van. Dyke. No, that's right. This is not that. That's that's not. That's two weeks in a row with "My Mother the Car" reference. One of the worst sitcoms ever. That's why I remember it. We are the only podcast that is in this decade that has referenced that show two weeks in a row. I just want that to be stated. <laughs> okay. All right. The worst premise for sitcom ever. Dad, when I say pop culture, it means like currently popular. Like okay, I'll try to get more modern with my next question. Okay, that was just not <laughs> pop culture. That was like right. The next one is totally coming from my dream of genius. Yeah, like I mean Jesus. All right, All right your turn. Are you doing a All bit right. here with that, Dad? I mean, that was genius, honestly, by you. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Uncle Dick. Name a single one of the first names for one of the Kardashians. Just give me one of their first names. Oh, Kim. Oh. Hey, my man. Wow. Wow. Hey, Uncle Dick, hey. fist pump me. Fist pump me. I get you, my man. Wow. Nice. All right. I should, hey, I should have said besides Kim. Why you didn't ask me to name a second name? Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. Sorry, All right. That was a bit easy. All right. My question. I love that. Who just bought Twitter? Or no, they didn't oh, actually Twitter. buy it. They made news for. Yeah, I don't know if he's actually bought it. Elon Musk, yeah. right? Wow. We got to get tougher with Whoa. these questions. I'm on a roll. I'm like butter. But dad, see, Uncle Dick is on Facebook. <laughs> I like butter. I mean, that is that's like something that would so be all over Facebook. I was like purposely. I'm like, Uncle yeah. Dick, if he's on anything is all over Facebook. So like that's something yeah, like that's true. almost Facebook and YouTube. Yeah, uh, uh, that actually leads to this one. He'll probably know this one because of said Facebook. OK, name Johnny Depp's ex-wife who he's currently involved with a defamation case against. Who's ex-wife? Johnny Depp. Oh, name is ex-wife. Oh, God. It's current, uh, like it's like a very popular court case, like being followed right now. Yes, Amber Heard. Ah, oh, damn it! 
He is killing yeah, us. Yeah, he needs to wow. he needs to learn how to play the game Gosh. and know how to learn how to get stuff. Oh, wrong. it's all over TV. No, I know that. See, that I was mean, what... I've never heard of Amber Heard, but I know she's done a trial. Right. That's that's one of those ones. I was just hoping that you were that oblivious. Hey, you're doing well so far. Right? You're, this is kind of blowing up in our face, but let's keep it moving, Dad. You yeah. got this. I'll try to screw up or make it interesting. <laughs> no, don't, don't. <laughs> okay, what pro- what prominent Goodfellas actor oh, God. died this week? Oh, uh, what is it, Ray Liotta? Jesus! Oh man. Okay. Oh, gosh. Nailing right. it. Uh, no, this is actually really good, Dad. We found the smartest Cody. We found a competent Cody. I mean, it's <laughs> just, I mean, Jesus. The problem is, Uncle Dick watches a lot of TV. Yeah, with his with his fingers cupping his ears. All right. Um. All right. Here's a good one. Which pop star sings the smash hit "Watermelon Sugar" and whose first name is Harry? Oh, I love that song. I've never heard of a song. And whose first name is Harry? I have no idea. Look at us. We're back. We're back. (laughs) Who is it? It's Harry Styles. Yeah, I knew that. I love him. Yeah. All right. All right. I got a good one here. Are you ready? Yeah. Name the beloved rock drummer who died recently or his band. Oh, is it the uh, Rolling Stones? Charlie Watts? Uh, that's a correct answer, but that's not who I was thinking of. <laughs> well, that, that, I mean, yeah, no, no. I mean that. <laughs> Charlie Watts died more than a year ago. I'm thinking of somebody who died fairly recently. But I think just based off the vagueness of your question, he gets it right. Okay, fairly interesting. Uh, fairly recently, huh? yeah. Uh, a rock drummer. Yep. You can't care to give me the name of the band? No. The the question <laughs> is, you got to either name the drummer or the band, no, not I, both. I can't name either. All right, the answer is Taylor Hawkins of the Foo Fighters. Oh, I never would have got that. Okay. Never would have got that. All right, Uncle Dick, name one current wrestler. Oh, current wrestler. What? What is current? Uh, Haystack Calhoun, Bruno <laughs> San Martino. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know a current wrestler. I stopped yeah. watching uh, wrestling uh, 10 years ago. <laughs> probably uh, more than that. Some of those guys are probably still around, though. I don't know. Name the two people involved in the infamous slap that took place at this year's Oscars. Oh, Chris Rock and yeah. uh, the, what's the other guy's name? Up, up, up. <laughs> Half credit. Uh, Will Smith. Damn it. Oh. Damn it. <laughs> wow. I've just noticed a pattern. The Cody's are always looking for half credit. Yeah, baby. Yeah, they are. Wow. They are. I, I'm disappointed in myself. I want to make fun of my dad for going too newsy with his questions, but my Johnny Depp and Will Smith one. Yeah, you like, give me pretty easy questions there. But that's the whole idea of the bit, Uncle Dick, is we do this with my dad with movies, and he gets them all wrong, so yeah. it's really funny. Yeah, well, I was afraid you are like, going to get a little more obscure references. But well, no. the whole point of the bit is to not go obscure. Like The more obvious the answer should be, the funnier it is for the audience. That's why. Mm-hmm. All right, but I have I, one. All right, go ahead, Dad. Okay. Elton John recently teamed with what modern star this year to record the biggest hit he's had in decades? You know, I remember you uh, mentioning that like uh, probably in a phone conversation. I don't know when, but I, I've forgotten. The- Kiki See, D. Dad, oh. Dad, Kiki D. Actually- <laughs> <laughs> See, Dad, I actually had a question involving this person as well. well who was but it? It was just... All right, but you know what? Let's just move on. Let's okay. move on to another question. He didn't get that one. Don't tell the answer, but I'm just going to ask a different okay. question. All right. I'm going to say a name of you know a person, and you say what they do, what this person does. Oh, oh boy. Okay? Doja Cat. Who? <laughs> Doja Cat. I have no idea. 
Never heard I, the name in my life. I was hoping he'd be like, it's a cartoon character. It's like some cartoon. <laughs> I don't like, know. What the hell is it? <laughs> Doja Cat is the woman that is the star my dad was talking about with the Elton John song. He teamed with. Oh, no, it is, no, it isn't. Huh? No, he's not. Christopher. It isn't. Wait, that's, what am I having? I'm having a moment. It's Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. I, I just, that's my bad. That's my bad. I just had a moment. Uh, I knew that. This game than Uncle Dick. Damn it. <laughs> Uncle Dick don't know her either. <laughs> wow. I've it's the D. Heard that name. Dua Lipa. Yeah. Doja Cat. It's the D. That Uncle D. <laughs> I just had a moment there. All right, we got to leave that in. There's part of me that wants to cut that, but that was too good. Yeah, no, I'm an that's idiot. Staying. Uncle Dick is outranking Christopher on uh, pop culture knowledge right now. <sighs> <laughs> Which is sad. all right, Uncle Dick. All right, I got Michael another one for you. Let's this one. This is a good one that he should like. This is a pretty obvious one, so he might get it. If if he gets this one, the game is over and we lose. Yeah. <laughs> what popular TV drama starred Brian Can- Brian Cranston and involves meth? Brian who? <laughs> <laughs> Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston oh. and the show involves meth. Oh, I know. Breaking Bad. God oh my gosh. Right. All right, we you lose. Get out of here, Uncle Dick. I had to think about that half a second, but yeah. Uncle I, love, I love that show. Yeah. Now he's mocking us. I had to think about that a half a second. Yeah. Uncle Dick wins. We lose. I only hesitated on my answer because I didn't understand you. Uncle Dick is making Greg look really bad. Your brother here has just dunked on you in terms of just like, we thought he would be in your category with pop culture. He's better than you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Let me see if I have a leftover one here. What movie sequel? Tops the box office today. Sequel. Uh, is that a Star Wars? I'm, I'm not giving you a hint. No, I would say a Star <laughs> Wars uh, sequel. <laughs> no. We got him. What is it? Top, Top Gun, Gun Maverick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. So we win. <laughs> Uncle Dick, have you ever been on the highway to the danger zone? Highway to the danger zone? What's that? I've heard that. Uh, song lyric. <laughs> there we go. I got him, kind of. Half credit. Hey, cool cats, tired of suffering from prolonged virginity? Want to attract the kittens like a fancy lad? Well, a little dab will do you, and two will do you double. Brill Cream. Guys, put your hands on your tube and squeeze. Brill Cream. Dabbing it. Brill Cream, a little dab will do you. Brill Cream, what's the matter to you? Fancy lad must always look so debonair. Brill Cream, a little dab will do you. Brill Cream. Okay, the bit was called Uncle Dick Doesn't Know Pop Culture, and we've now renamed it to Uncle Dick Apparently Does Know Pop Culture, which <laughs> it's uh, a thoroughly unsuccessful bit. Uh, because it's he still knew enjoyable. Too much. It was still enjoyable, though. I yeah. made a stupid the mistake. I, too much. The man who knew too much. We like to have fun. Yeah, um, Uncle Dick is down. He he lives a couple of hours north of me, and um, he comes down periodically, which I love. And Uncle Dick is nine years older than me. So growing up, Dick, we had sort of a weird relationship because, you know, you're in high school and I'm in fourth grade. You yeah. know, it was, it was sort of weird. Uh, but I have a couple of distinct memories of growing up and you doing the big brother thing. And I wonder if you could share your memories of that. One of them was uh, you tried to teach me a love for fishing. Uh, it, it, uh, yeah. it never quite caught on, but you <laughs> you tried. 
And yeah. I want you to uh, talk about some of those memories. I remember we went out fishing a couple of times. Uh, I think I used to have a little uh, boat with a little motor on it, and we went out uh, to, I don't know, sawgrass or something. Uh, I have Loxahatchee in my mind. Loxahatchee, yeah, it very well could be. But I remember it's like early morning, very still, very quiet out there, and Greg is talking very loudly, <laughs> and uh, his voice was echoing up and down the canal. Yes, thank you. you. I had to shush him. Yes, and you <laughs> scaring the fish. Like- <laughs> You're like, there's other boats out here. You're scaring so away the other boaters. That's yeah. right. Um, is that but, what you were talking about? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. The, the fish bug never caught on with me. I remember. It's, I would say the opposite. I would say that the opposite uh, caught on. I would say you loathe fishing. Like yeah. whatever he tried to create in you yeah. uh, became a hate for fishing. Right. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. Um, I remember a picture, a photograph, I think, of uh, me in a flop hat and hold, you were holding up a little tiny brim or something. Yeah. It was like, I would like to find that picture because it was like a classic Tom Sawyer picture. You know, it was black. It was black and white. I distinctly remember the photo you're talking about. Uncle Dick, I remember you taking Michael and I, my younger brother, out on a boat in Vero. I don't know if we were up there alone without my parents, but I just have a memory of us being out on your boat. And you kind of trying to do the same thing with us, take us fishing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, I but I remember, I remember we only did that once. So it must have been a pain in the ass to take us out there because you were like. No, no, is, no it was more that uh, I wasn't a boater. I uh, uh, retired and immediately, of course, where I live and I had to get a boat. And uh, turns out I was a fisherman, but not a boater. So I didn't take the boat out very much. But I remember the time taking you guys out. And I think yeah. you piloted for a while, didn't you? You took a wheel. I remember years later thinking, wow, it must have been like a pain in the ass. You know, I hated the whole thing, backing a trailer into the, the water. Oh, and, yeah. You know, nightmare. That, that was the, yeah, it was a nightmare, Senora. First time I took a boat out, I immediately ran on the ground. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I forgot everything the Coast Guard taught me about channels and stuff. Okay. And I immediately uh, ran my boat aground. And when you buy a new boat, they give you a little half-ass, one of those air horns about that big. So you're just blowing like it? Six maps. Yeah. And I was trying to flag down another boater to help me get it off. Yeah. yeah. After about uh, five minutes of that, the air horn go, gave up on me. <laughs> so you swam? So you swam. Well, I eventually got off. Here I am. A sad boater story. Um, yeah, the last time I took that boat out, too. That kind of thing. Um, <laughs> all right. So the point is, despite uh, our nine-year age difference, Uncle did, did make an effort to uh, involve the little bro and then be a good big bro. So we appreciate that. <laughs> and uh, here we are all these years later on a podcast in 2022. How about that? Dad, um, not to you know segue from nonsense into serious, but did you? I, I feel like we didn't. Hi, Grayson. Talk enough. <laughs> yep, Grayson's in the background. Okay, we I, we did not talk enough about your health. Uh, you had now as much as we joked about the Tony Kornheiser and you missing the last couple episodes, you actually had a health scare recently. Not a uh, you know a hair. Uh, <laughs> so do you want to describe that to the audience and talk about it? Yeah. Um, I wasn't going to, but I fainted um, a couple of weeks ago and, and the circumstances were the worst because I was in um, Gettysburg, Pennsylvania at a memorial service for a dear friend of ours who had passed away very unexpectedly a few months earlier. And we were in his house after the ceremony 
and I was having one of my coughing attacks. And my cough is so chronic and so bad that when I'm having an attack, I'm very self-conscious when I'm in a crowd, you know, particularly in the COVID era and all this we've stuff. We've joked about, I know we don't want to joke right now, but we've joked about how he likes to make himself as small as possible when he's coughing, as, yeah. if, <laughs> as if people can't see him if right. he makes his shoulders close together yes. and, and co- like it makes him seem less that's that's exactly correct it doesn't work (laughs) but it's an effort on my part so anyway uh i was having a coughing attack and i was coughing with my mouth closed and i did that for five or six times in a row and people around me were describing me as getting just beat red in the face and i stood up i was in a chair in the middle of this coughing attack and holding my breath i stood up suddenly and i completely fainted and i was not aware oh my gosh i'm losing consciousness I fainted. I hit the ground like a ton of bricks. And the next thing I remember, I'm waking up and there's a dozen faces looking down at me and they called EMS. Uh, they called the emergency services and uh, I was fine. I'm, I'm okay. And I told my doctor about it subsequently. And he, he I told him coughing was involved and, and he said, don't do that <laughs> you know, anymore. So what don't like, cough, don't not breathe, like, like let yeah. air out of your mouth, essentially. Yeah, when exactly. You're so that was a, that was a little bit of a, a health scare. Uh, and just like you said, like, like the, the setting for it couldn't have been worse. Oh my gosh. No, it, it was in the very house where our dear friend had uh, fallen and never gotten up. Essentially, he passed away uh, days after wow. uh, he, with a, a sudden um, a cardiac arrest, took his life. And it was a, tra- a tragedy. But uh, uh, but I'm fine. And, and again, in context of what other people go through, I feel blessed. Uh, I feel good right now. I have every intention to be back on the Levitard show uh, Tuesday. And um, that kind of thing. I have to say, though, you not making it would have gotten great downloads because we're about to get to tennis here. And <laughs> oh, God. We, me and my dad were recording on the tennis court. And as my dad is, you know, I was like, you're going to hear it. I was as tired as my dad. But I was so concerned about my dad because of his all his current health issues that it was a real weird feeling for me out there because i wanted to like get this tennis done my dad wanted to play but at the same time i'm like man if this doesn't end well people are going to be looking at me like why did you play tennis with your dad (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) so like it was a and i ended up kicking uh, you know i don't want to spoil how uh you know what happened but it it was a weird context around this tennis match because we we talk i don't want to you know be redundant because we talk about it in it so uh let's just get to that now me and my dad, the Greg Cody Show Olympics, event number six, right? I'm up yep. 5-1. No, no, 4-1. 4-1. I'm up 4-1. Here we go. Event six, tennis. The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody presents the Cody Family Olympics. Brought to you by the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Father versus son, old versus young, not athletic versus someone who, just a few years ago, turned out to be more athletic than any listener had previously imagined. Five weeks, ten events, a house divided. Who will reign victorious? The Cody Family Olympics, brought to you by The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. the hum of that Corvette. Look at you. Greg Cody's ready to play tennis. 
in women's shoes. I said I wasn't going to bring it up, but it just needs to be brought up. He wears my mom's shoes. Those oh, are you're the saying that. I'm not convinced. Okay, they're the only sneakers that he owns, and they're my mom's shoes. So we are headed to tennis right now. I have a few concerns. The main one is my dad's health. You know, I think he there's a lot more running involved in tennis than you're giving credit. Well, uh, we're only playing one set, so I think we're good. Uh, my only concern, frankly is that we're doing this at the very height of heat. Yeah, 2 p.m. And I have a few excuses I want to throw out there early. One, I'm I'm prepared. You know how most in tennis, the advantage is always with the server? Right. And how, you know, in, in professional tennis, if you have the serve, you have the advantage? Yeah. Well, I feel the opposite. Because I have not played a lot of tennis in my life. You've played a lot. Um, while I think I'm going to be able to, like, hang with you on all the volleys i'm worried about my serve like i'm just worried about getting serves over to you without like just giving you points back in the day my serve was my strength that's what i mean it's still when we've played me and you've probably played tennis 10 times in in my entire life i'm a very raw tennis player like i have not never given it as much time as i please leave your car on Christ, like we're like recording, like sorry, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, we're here, literally eight, right? But we're still going, and it's eighty-eight right. degrees out. Sorry, sorry. God. I just think we're gonna be playing tennis in this weather in a minute. That's what I mean. So, like, why would we sit in the car? Like, right. just all right. We just want to. <laughs> but I am just. My, my, what I was getting at is, I've not played a lot of tennis. While I think I'm decent at it, just because I'm good at athletics. Uh, this has never been a sport that I've given a lot of time to. While as you have played, how many matches versus friends in your life? Oh my God, hundreds. I mean, that's what I mean. You, this is a sport. Most sports that me and you have played, I at some point have passed you. And like, right. but like, this is one where you are probably better than me at tennis. If you didn't have this health thing, I would be the underdog in this. I still, I think, well, I think I am the underdog. If, if if I didn't have this health thing, but also if I didn't have this age thing. Uh, when I was in my 20s and 30s, I played tennis regularly. Uh, Levitard and I actually yeah. used to play a lot. Yeah. Um, Neither of you picked up a racket in 10 years. Well, it hadn't been 10 years, but you're right. It's been a while. I'm actually looking forward to I'm dreading it and looking forward to it at the same time because I honestly don't know how good or bad I'm going to be. I'm just remembering a couple weeks ago when you and I both, I was not happy with my conditioning. Me and you were both tired like you could see on our faces how tired we were and we just shot free throws right. like this is going to be by far the most strenuous thing we've done you've kept wanting to do this thinking that you got it in the bag where i'm like we should put this till you're feeling you know better but you know here we are and i think i'm so committed at this point and worried about your health if you croak on the tennis court i can't not turn on the recorder and be like <laughs> all right so that's what's, like i have to give an update right like uh. Or this, I should probably just not even talk about you croaking because if, if you actually do croak, this will never see air. Well, call 911 first and then record it. Okay, so call 911 and get their react when they get there. Be like, hey guys, we're doing it. Yeah, maybe. How funny would that be if as they're arriving to help you, I have a phone in their face contenting? Yes. Uh, you have to, you know, because the EMS. You would literally be on the floor like, get, get this. Right. <laughs> everything for the podcast, everything for you listeners. Everything. All right, let's go play some tennis. All right. Can I shut off the engine up? Yeah. Okay. We are three games in. Younger son. Younger son. Son, Chris Cody, is winning three games to nothing. It's been closer than that, though. Most games have been a little competitive. The thing that's 
staggering to me right now is my dad seems okay. Every time I ask him, you good? I ask him after like almost every shot because I'm nervous. Ridiculous. And I'm winded after three games. Like right now you can hear it in my voice. So that's why like if you're literally good right now, it's just once again me looking at myself being like you out of shape piece of crap. I want to say down 3-0 that I'm pretty encouraged. Uh, I've had a chance to win all three games. Two or three. And um, I am not out of this match. Right. Okay. Well, I'm definitely sweating. We're only playing one set, so it's first one to six. I'm up three nothing. So first, first one to six, win by two. Oh wow! Look at you. He he coughs as he walks away. Why don't you put your seatbelt on like you and me? We are all done. Tennis is complete. My dad is alive. <laughs> I think the big shocker here was that your wind, at least <laughs> the way it appeared to me, was. Equal to mine. I think we were equally tired afterwards. Not that I'm going to start making excuses. I, I, this, we re- recorded this on a Thursday, and I, I worked earlier, and I didn't actually eat lunch or breakfast today. So that was like midway through it when I was like <laughs> breathing really heavily. I was like, why am I so tired? And I think it's because I haven't eaten a single thing all day. Yeah, you um, overreacted to my suggestion that we play tennis. It's, it's as if you were going to rent a paramedic and bring it with us um i knew i had one set in me i did and uh, and i was right uh now if, if we were playing a second set i probably would have really showed uh my wind but uh yeah i did good i did fine so i won five six games to two i, I was up five nothing and then my dad went on a little run and won two in a row and then i finally closed the door and i'm and I, at five nothing i almost me and my dad were both red-faced sitting under the shade because this court was like as hot as you know mars yeah and i i kind of looked at him like dad five nothing like you know like you're probably not going to come back you want to just you know call it a day and he was as confident as ever tennis is a weird sport um if you look at the score six two and you're not really a tennis player you assume it was an easy match and the winner won easily i think in this game uh i was in Five, four or five of the six games you won. I was well in it, could have won it. I think I was definitely leading in a few of those games you won. Right, and then I play. You're, you're not going to say I didn't play okay? Yeah, you did. For somebody who hasn't played in a long time, uh, I think both of us played okay. I don't think either one of us I think you well. made way more careless errors than I did. I think that the points you got on me were like when you would hit a good shot, when your serve would get in, when you'd get one of your sliced shots in. You right. know, like... Like, you were the one making more. Like, I, I wasn't making too many, like, just hit right at me, and then I screwed up. Right. Uh, my court movement was just terrible. Um, late in the set, I began to get my serve a little bit. That's why I won a couple of games. But I returned it pretty – I would usually get it back to you. You did. There was, I think you had, like, one or two aces. Yeah. Um, three or four, maybe. Uh, but um, I think – and you're going to roll your eyes. I think if we played again in two or three weeks – might be a different story let's do it um, i mean as long as i'm not have don't have the fear of you dying i would love for this to be something we do for exercise Me too. so because just the more we play the better we're going to get not just not just in terms of the tennis but in terms of the wind and the court movement right so let's i'm down as long as you're not dying i'm down okay uh, that's a promise <laughs> i promise not to die right on the court i have Maybe to afterward i have to admit to drive home this literally coming on a week where you've missed two straight levitard shows we talked about that earlier on the podcast um and i i it's odd that i i, I was looking into the future if something horrific happened where mom michael my wife the entire levitard show are saying to me why the 
you play tennis <laughs> with your dad when he's been having respiratory issues yeah. for the last year and a half? And I would just be like, he said he was fine. Like, that would be my only response. And, and it would be a good one. Look, I'm a big boy. When I tell you I'm fine to play one set of tennis, I should not need a doctor's order. I'm an adult. But you are notoriously like, I think I can do things I can't. That may be true. That may be true. <laughs> well, hey, you're here. The <laughs> podcast people are listening to this. That means you survived. So another one in the books for me, what is it, 5-1 now? It is 5-1. So uh, now you can only tie me in the Greg Cody, Chris Cody yeah. Olympics. No, it's true. Um, and I and I plan to. Uh, but, but I am encouraged. I, I don't want to overemphasize and put a bow tie on losing... Uh, 6-2, but at the same time, I am mildly encouraged by the way I just played. Um, the, the things we have left are a shopping competition where yes. we uh, compete to see who can get items from a grocery store quicker. My most dreaded competition. We have swimming, which, yeah. which I think will be tough for you breathing-wise. Also dreaded. We have ping pong. That I will win. I'm the fan. And what's our fourth left? It's uh, kicking field goals. 30-yard uh, field goals. Okay, I will definitely win that. So I would say my dad has a chance in one of the... Uh, I'd say two. I'll give him a chance in ping pong. I'm going to like not insult him and say he has a chance. You have a chance in ping pong and the shopping game. Uh, you will get destroyed in swimming and field goals. Okay, let me... This is a, <laughs> this is a spoiler alert, okay? I have... Two words for you. Field goals. And now here's the spoiler alert. Are you ready? I might be breaking out the barefoot. Oh, God. Maybe we'll have Hal Habit come. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, the halibut. Let's go, halibut. That kind of thing. That kind of thing. Okay. You survived. I did survive. Uh, I got my ass kicked. Uh, actually, I thought it was closer than the score indicated, but, you know, that sounds sad to say, so. I retract saying it, um, but I, I want to get to something real serious, and I'm not going to belabor it. But the um, the latest, and, and it's so sad that you have to say the latest because it, it's a continuing parade. Mm -hmm. the, the latest school massacre, where a crazy person gets a an assault weapon and just randomly kills totally innocent people. This one happened in Texas. Uh, I don't know where the next one will be, uh, but there will be a next one, sadly, because that's the country we've become. And I just hate that we've, we're such a selfish country. Uh, gun worship is to a point where the worshipers uh, are thinking solely of their Second Amendment rights. Yep. And the Second Amendment rights, by the way, when, when the Second Amendment was formed, obviously there were no assault weapons. There were no weapons of mass destruction. The founding fathers had in mind, you have a right to have a pistol to defend your home. Uh, you have a right to a hunting rifle if you yeah. want to hunt. That's it. That's all you need. And the idea that uh, an 18-year-old who's not old enough to drink can buy an assault weapon uh, is just patently absurd to me. It's pathetic. Uh, it's, it's ruining our country. And uh, I beseech people who uh, feel like they have to own an assault weapon to, to just look in the mirror and ask, is, is your quote unquote, right to that assault weapon. Does that outweigh the right of parents to send their children to school uh, without fearing that they're going to get a, a terrible phone call, the worst imaginable? So I pray we change as a country. I pray that our politicians get together and do the right thing for the country, not for the gun lobby, uh, but for the country uh, at large. And I pray that happens because uh, right now to wake up to these latest headlines 
is just it's soul crushing. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, that's true. Um, and that's that's all I I'm done preaching. My my perspective on it obviously changed a lot as now I'm at my daughter's at an age. This is the first one of these that's really happened where my daughter's at an age, and not the first one because I know we've had a bunch of school shootings already this year. So it's not the first school shooting, but it's the one that's made the most news in terms of rocking my world in terms of oh wow I have to drop my daughter off at a yeah, school yeah. daycare every day and the fear in that and like the, the picking my daughter up the day that that happened and the the relief of just hugging her and it's just obviously unimaginable the pain that these families are going through oh, yeah. and and, and 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 the fact and I know you know the right with the guns but even the left with pushing the narrative of getting rid of guns as soon as this happens it it all feels real icky to me in terms of like i get it this makes me like we need change with gun laws but just that that it just becomes such a repetitive rinse repeat of the left's talking points the right's talking points and 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 i don't think enough attention just goes to the sadness of these families and the fact that their world is just completely altered forever these families will like not a day will not go by that these families don't think about this stuff and i know gun laws is a big part of that so it's like i understand the rhetoric but i just it, it makes me sad that these families, I just, yeah. I, I, that's the part, like, as much as I agree with, like, yeah, there needs to be change with gun laws, I just can't get over the, the fear and the pain that these families must be going through. I can't believe the restriction, the resistance to any change in the gun laws, you know? Yeah. Like, if, if they give in uh, a quarter of an inch, that's the end, you know? Yeah. That's it's, all bullshit. Yeah, it is. I just wish we could reach uh, a compromise where, the Second Amendment is legit. We keep the Second Amendment. You're allowed to protect your home. You're allowed to go hunting for deer or what have you. Uh, but ban assault weapons. That, that's all I'm saying. That, that does not need to be under the umbrella of the Second Amendment. Too easy, too easy to get a gun. Yeah, I too prevalent. I just pray the the country does the right thing for the kids, uh, for the kids out there who should not have to even know about a school massacre, let alone being involved in one. And you guys to, you know, obviously we want to transition back to, you know, our normal show and having a little fun. You mentioned the founding fathers. What were they like? I'm asking both of you. (laughs) You know, everybody made fun of George Washington's hair, you know, because it was it was it was white as a sheet. It was like, oh, and those wooden teeth were. Oh, yeah. No, it was crazy. It was was something. But uh, I used to borrow Lincoln's hat, the soap pipe hat I borrowed for Halloween. You know, those are fun days. They really were. You know, when the when the Second Amendment was written in what seventeen seventy six or whenever it was, you were there. If you didn't have a gun, you didn't put food on the table. Right. You know. So it's a total, totally different time, and I can understand it back then. But right now, their their right to bear arms, I seriously question. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm okay with gun collectors and hunting, like most people. But uh, people that are unwilling to budge an inch while kids are being slaughtered, you know, week after week. Yeah, crazy. It's the it's the myopia and the selfishness that gets to me. Yeah, the idea you can't sacrifice your AK-47 or whatever the hell they're called. You can't sacrifice your assault weapon so that parents in America can sleep a little easier about their kids is just beyond me. All right. Well, let's let's try to get back to the normal show. We are going to be next live. Oh, my. At the FTX Arena, Game 7, Heat Celtics. Greg and I will be on scene. Let's finish this episode <laughs> up strong. Yes. Thank you, Uncle Dick. You're welcome. Yes. Thanks, bro. My pleasure. 
We are here at the arena. Man, that was a roller coaster of a game in that the Heat were never really out of it, but never really in it. Yeah. It was a weird game. They were just hovering around that seven, six point. They could never really get it. And then late in the game, they get it with inside five. Uh, just a. Uh, uh, I don't know. Was this a good season? I know I'm throwing a lot of you. Okay. This is a weird. This was a weird one. Well, first of all, let's talk a little bit more about the game. Uh, it, it was an uphill climb from the start. They they were behind nine to one before people were even in their seats. Uh, they had a bad bad first quarter, and the whole game was an uphill climb. Spolster just said that um, it felt like they were fighting from eight or ten points down most of the game. Yeah, and they were, and um, and they just couldn't finish uh they, they lost 196 and you know butler took an, a wide open three with 11 seconds left that would have given them their first lead of the entire game it was a wire to wire win by boston and the tv guys were criticizing butler for taking that particular shot um i don't criticize him at all he scored 35 points he's not a three-point shooter but he had an open look, and um, I, yeah, he, I mean, he should have taken it. Yeah, I hear. I heard Amin Al Hassan with the Levitard show was criticizing it as well, just saying basically, "Look, you're not that guy." Uh, you know, the the, the famous uh, meme. Uh, you don't know right. this, but there's been like, "You're not that guy." Okay, but uh, I, I'm with you. I don't. I I I'm prepared to live with that. Jimmy Butler earned the right to take yeah. that shot. I'm it, happy with that shot. I mean, Matt, I was more nervous about that Max Struess three with like a, like 20 seconds yeah. left, but he actually hit it. Right. It was one of those, oh no, until he hits it shots. And you know, if, if that, if Jimmy hits that shot, he's the hero. Oh yeah. So I, 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 you know, we're definitely playing the result a little bit. I get it. He's not a good three point shooter, but at some point when a guy is, is your guy, you just live and die with them, and I and I'm with you. I was okay with that shot, and and he's been a better three point shooter this and in the playoffs. Uh, he's just more clutch. He hit a big one in Game Six, yes. in the corner against the Celtics, and everyone was fine with that one. So it's yeah. like I'm not gonna crush. I'm, I'm definitely not gonna do the let's crush Jimmy Butler no. after these last two games. Um, I I think the Heat. You know, you want to play the game underachieved, overachieved, achieved. I think they achieved. Like I don't think. I think if anybody, you know, no one looked at this roster and was like, this team has to win the East. It was impressive for them to even get to this point. Right. Um, you can make an argument that a couple teams in the East, were, other than the Celtics, were even maybe better than the Heat. So yeah. the fact that they came in second in the entire conference, it was a good season. The Panthers lost. They had a, you know, that one, not as much. Of, I can't, <laughs> we can't say that was a good season, but I think the Heat, obviously this team always wants to win championships, but there are other successes outside of championships, and this was a good year for the Heat. It was a good year. I think that's unequivocal. Uh, I think what they ran into in this series is a team that plays even better defense than they do. You know, defense has always been the hallmark of the Heat. It's the foundation. It's the starting point. The Celtics just do that a little. Like, the Celtics the were Celtic, just better. They're, they're great. They're, like, outside they're, of maybe Jimmy having more guts than Jason Tatum. Like, let's have, I know Jay, a lot of people nationally think Jason Tatum's better than Jimmy. I would probably, t- just with the guts he showed in the playoffs, I think that's a coin flip, those two. But right. overall, the, the Celtics were just a little better. They're like a better version of the Heat. They play really good defense. Yeah. They have a deep, a bunch of guys that are scrappy that you don't even really think about, but yet he's annoying you. Like, it's just, yeah. they're very similar teams, and, and, and the, te- the Heat. Like if you said after going into Game Six, 
the Heat will have in Game 7 a chance with Jimmy taking a wide-open three to take a lead with 10 seconds left. I would have taken that because yeah. shit looked terrible going into Game 6. So that's where we're at. It was a good season. I don't think there's much else really to say. I think like uh, I had fun. Look at me and you. I know. Working this is, together. It's unusual. We're so, sitting right now. Lore. We're sitting above the 100 level where the media sits at the at the Fed, F, I almost said AAA, um, <laughs> at FTX. And it was, you know... Uh, I, I enjoyed this. Yeah, I, I, I did too. And I think one other quick comment on the game and, and the difference in the teams. I think Boston has three players who you can pretty much count on for 20 points. Uh, those players, you know, Brown, um, Tatum, and Smart, who had 74 points combined tonight. The Heat, when Hero's not out there and right. hitting threes, they do not have that third scoring option that you can really count yeah, on. It, and it, until Bam had a big game, it was pretty much Jimmy carrying this entire team. Yeah. And and I think that, that was a big difference in yeah, the series. With Tyler out, we were just relying too much on Victor Oladipo and oh, Kyle yeah. Lowry. I mean, yeah. I love Kyle Lowry's effort yeah. in that Game 7. Like, nobody wanted it more than Kyle Lowry. But right. eh, I just don't know if at this point in his career like yeah. he's good enough to be a good player starting point guard on a playoff team. Right. I think he's, at this point, a guy off the bench maybe. I don't know. I mean, Kyle, I don't want to crush Kyle Lowry, but it just felt like we were going to Victor and Kyle Lowry a lot. Yeah. And it just, their options were better than ours. Yeah, and I also think that he's relying a lot on spare parts, on parts. undrafted guys, on the Max Struces and the Gabe Vincents. And, you know, I, I, they need to strengthen the roster. I, I think, I agree with you. I think Boston was a better team overall and, and narrowly deserved to win a very close series. All right. Well, uh, let's end this damn episode because it's almost 1 a.m. Let's do it. Let's take the rest of the night off. Yeah. Okay. Nice chat with you. Thank, hey, pod family. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Check out our merch. Okay. Do it. Later. Bye.